Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 24. Ooh. I am Manny Ramirez, uh, Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah, too soon. <laughs> uh, I am Trey, joined as always by Dylan, Tucker, and Cam. What's going on, guys? Just living the dream. Yeah, just hanging out, you know. All right, so let's jump right into it. We have controversy going on with the uh, Wasted Take of the Week. It happens every week. We tie. People tie. We don't have enough time to get a second vote. So in terms of two weeks ago, we are slipping on this, but we have our two weeks ago Wasted Take of the Week winner. It is Tucker again. The man is on an absolute heater. He cannot lose. He talked to me earlier today. He said... It's the it's the the curse of you taking away a point. You took away a point, and now I've gained back four. The wealth discrimination curse. I, I hate that take. That. I hate that take. <laughs> but Tucker, I mean, you win again. You're feeling good. Where are these takes coming from? How are you doing it? Yeah, I'm just glad people are backing me up. I know that there was gross injustice carried out against me four weeks ago when I was taking away a point due to the fact that I wasn't physically able to pay for something. And I just want to thank the people for supporting me through this tough time. I think there's been a couple panda picks in there, possibly, but yeah, we'll 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 let that go. But uh, in terms of this week's ways to take, we currently have a tie between uh, Tucker and Cam. We'll get that poll out tomorrow. Oh, me? No. Oh no, Tucker and Dylan. Excuse me. No, yeah, Tucker. Cam and Dylan. Cam I'm and out. Dylan. I'm out. Oh, you're out. You lost. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Just getting so used to winning. All right, we have a tie between Cameron and Dylan. For waste take of the week, so we will get that poll out and narrow it I down mean, to the two of them. Ty should go to me because Ty goes to the runner, sh- and I'm chasing from behind. It should be behind. I don't think Ryan would accept that at all. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and uh, he's muted, but we're gonna go ahead and put that poll up um, later on. So uh, let's just jump. Right into wage takes. Like, it says you guys got any winners or losers. I, I I really don't. Oh, I have a loser. Tucker, you were so wrong about the plot of Back to the Future. We'll get more into that later, but you were so wrong about that plot. I, I went off of a stand-up comedy skit and not what I remembered from the show. So I mean, Movie. yeah, I was wrong. So, uh, waste waste of takes. Who's who wants to lead off? Tucker, Dylan. I'll lead off. Tucker, go ahead. Um. Yeah. So. I was reading this week about Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, they've had talks about him getting a max deal. And I think basically everyone in the world is in agreement that Jason Tatum has earned a max deal in his next contract. And I've decided to take that one step further. I think by the end of Jason Tatum's career, he will be a top three Celtic of all time. It'll be Larry Bird, Bill Russell... Jason Tatum. So Paul Pierce is out. Paul Pierce, not top three at the, by the end of Jason Tatum's wow. career. Uh, first off, uh, the Celtics have to win, um, and I don't think they're going to. So. Why? They're young. They're talented. Over the course of his career, they could definitely win at least one. I think they could at least win one, probably more. How many championships do you think he'll win? I'm going to say Jason Tatum in his career, two to three championships. Uh, the Celtics? I think they're, he's not, they're not going to let him go. I mean, no, I don't think there's deal. any chance that they And by the time that Max deal runs off, he might not be in his prime anymore, you know, so at that point. But, uh, so I'll, I'll say my piece on this. I love Jason Tatum. I have a Jason Tatum jersey. Uh, I was a little upset with him last year when he was trying to change his game into that mid-range shooter game. 
I like him more when he drives to the hoop. That dunk over LeBron was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Um, in terms of his legacy, I just don't. I mean, there's no way to tell, especially in this era of this this free agency era where the coach, the players are the the coaches and general managers. Who's to say that he won't he won't bolt somewhere else? Uh, you know, he won't demand a trade at some point. Like the the players run this league. If the I think the Celtics will, will run it well just because Danny Ainge is so good at that type of stuff. But um, I, I just don't. I, I there's no. I don't think there's any way to say. It. I don't really think he will. Uh, I don't see the Celtics unless the Celtics win like at least three. I don't think so. Um, I just think you've got a guy in Larry Bird who is one of the greatest basketball players of all time. I agree. Larry I don't think Bird he'll and ever Bill be Russell. Bill I Russell, agree. one of the greatest. Paul Pierce was like the heart and soul of this team for years. He he was there before the Big Three era. You know, he was traded away, and he still, like, he was traded away in a tough circumstance and still gives love to the organization. Um, he came back and retired as a Celtic. He had, you know, of course, getting wheelchaired off, maybe just because he had to poop. But um, I just think, I, I, I really don't know if there's any way to, to tell this take. I think Jay Statham has a potential. I'll, I'll give you that. But I don't know. I don't know if he'll, uh, he'll run it through. Uh, Dell? I mean, Paul Pierce led Celtics green. I don't know if we're going to see another player with that much heart and intensity for this organization. I, I don't see that heart coming from these guys, but you never know. It could change. Especially in this era. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think he's got all the passion he needs. Cha- trained with Kobe for a long time. The guy really tried yes. to rework his uh, entire a game at one point. Celtics player for his um, career. I don't know. I think that he has definitely the mentality. I think he has the ability. I mean, he's 22 years old. And was that one? I mean, averages what? Like 22, 20? So, I will say points I will say he, he's, been, he's been good over the course of his career. There's no denying it. But... Really, he's only been a superstar for a short stretch. Yeah, but he's only been in the league. Yeah, no, 100%. It's just to say whether that stretch is going to continue next year or later on this season if it happens or if it's going to taper off. Because you can see players going – look at Jeremy Lin. Like, he went on an insane stretch, and now he stinks. And he that was, was a 10-game no. stretch, though. I don't – No, I 100% agree that Tatum had I'm – not, I'm, not, I'm not saying they're the same player. I'm just saying that – you can have these stretches as a player and then taper back off. Last year, I don't think he was very good because he tried to change his game. I mean, I, he, he might have had decent numbers, but I just he I saw him every time I watched him play. He was backing down like 15 feet out, taking a turn on Jay and bricking. Like, um, so that, that I mean, that's my thoughts on it. Uh, Cam, uh, you want to jump in here? We haven't heard from you at this episode. I know you're uh, in the middle of eating, but uh, go ahead, bud. Sorry about that, yes. I uh, have a late dinner right now. Just took to Norfolk's meal, new apartment, just moved in. Besides uh, the fact, don't like this at all. Uh, Jason Tatum is going to be like a one and duck. I don't think he's going to amount to any. Um, the Celtics are going to have a stretch of like four to five years where they're above average, and then they're just going to drop off. Jason Tatum will probably get traded. He'll probably end up being an average player for the rest of his career. I don't see anything close to Paul Pierce. I don't think he has the clutch gene like him. I don't think he has the heart to bring his team together. Maybe it'll change. Maybe not, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Well, you're just genuinely wrong. I'd love to see it it happen. I mean, I'd love to see it happen. 
Saying that he's nothing special is absolute lunacy. He's the number one or number two player in that entire draft, and there's no going around that. I mean, Ainge finessed that draft with that Markel yeah. Fultz. I mean, I agree, but who was picked before him? Lonzo Ball and Markel, Markel Fultz. Yeah, but that was also there's other players that are taking that. He's 100 percent Donovan Mitchell probably, in that draft. I, I think he's a top two player in that draft. Yeah, it's him and Donovan I, yeah, Mitchell, I and I'm that. not gonna put one. Yeah, but that, that has nothing to do with how well he's gonna be as a Celtics Celtic Celtic I mean, he's a guy that's averaging exactly. 22 a game in his second or third year. I mean, he was the one of the he was the best player on the team probably in the playoffs. Last I mean, year. so if this rumor about the max contract is true, and I'm pretty sure it's true, he's gonna have to be something special because now you've got a max for him, you've got a max for Jalen Brown. You're not gonna be able to bring in much outside like superstar talent besides them. You're gonna have to draft well, and you're gonna have. I to... I think Jason Tatum is a superstar. No, he 100 percent could be. I don't think he's there yet, but he 100 percent could. Be. He's gonna have to be that if they're gonna win over the next ten years. Uh, all right, let's move on. Cam, you got a waste to take for us? I got one. It's very simple. Um, I think that it's it's NFL related. I think that um, undrafted players in in the NFL draft uh, should be able to go back to college. I think they should have the option to say, hey, I want to go to the draft and see if it works out. And if it doesn't, I think they should be able to go back. I think you see a lot of guys go a little too early and get ahead of themselves and think that they're going to make it in the big leagues, don't even get drafted. They have that extra to go back to college and you know fulfill their, their full talent. I think that you're going to see a lot more uh, talent in the NFL. Um yeah, that's, that's it. That's a, it's a simple one. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, I agree 100%. Um, I think the same should be for the NBA, and especially for the NBA where they only have two rounds. Um, and, I mean, unless they the, – then the whole problem becomes what if you get signed? Are you going to gamble? Uh, but this happens in baseball. People get drafted and then decide, you know what, I'd rather – they either don't like the situation or they feel they can they can get drafted higher, make more money. So they go they they go and play in college. Um, I don't see why not. I mean, there's so many football players across the country. There's I mean, there's a ton of draft picks, but really it's the top one percent of the one percent that are making it to the league. Um, so I, I agree with this take. I see no reason why they shouldn't be able to do it. They're not I mean, they're not graduated with a you know a bachelor's degree. Um, if, and maybe maybe if, if the schools don't want to pit, shell out the money for these guys to come back, maybe you have to pay for your last you know last year, take out some student debt like the rest of us, um, to, to 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 be able to do that. I, I have I have no problem with that. Um, I think that's a pretty pretty safe take. I'd say, Cam, uh, expect a little more out of you. But uh, Tucker, what do you think? I mean, I like the take. The only problem is, is that a lot of players go undrafted and then get picked up by a team directly, like, the day after the draft, which is the only problem with that. So it begs the difference, like, when does this count? Because it could count the day after the draft, you have to decide, or it could count after the entire offseason where you have, like, training camp and then you could get cut by a team and then you could want to go back to college. I think it draws a line at when can you decide when you should be able to do it. I mean, yeah, that's what's kind of my first point, that people get – you have to decide 
whether to gamble on yourself or take the situation. Yeah, I mean, if it's right away, I agree, but it's just a tough part to draw the line at when's the best time to... You can't. I don't think that you should be able to be signed, then say, you know what, I'm going to stick with the team, and then get cut in training camp and decide that you want to go back. I don't think that should be it. I think no. you should have to make the decision yeah, right after the draft. There should be a deadline date where you have to make the decision. Um, I, hold, I 100% agree with that. Um, Dylan, your thoughts? Yeah, I'm all in. You're for it? No, no, no repercussions. No. Yeah, do whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> all right, by me. Another solid analysis from Dylan. <laughs> um, all right, so I struggled to come up with a way to take. I just came up with one. I'm piggybacking off one of our later topics, but one of the greatest coaches of all time in any sport, Coach K. Right? I think we're all in agreement. He's pretty, pretty damn good coach. Yeah, I'd say so. Coach Duke to a lot of success. He's coached USA teams to success in the Olympics. Um, he's done. It's over for him. He's out. I don't know. We haven't really talked about these allegations against Duke. We're going to get more into those later, but they're in big, big murky water right now. And uh, there's been rumors about Coach K, you know, faking injuries when his team's not good, you know, saying, oh, my back hurts when he doesn't think he's going to win a natty. So he, he bows out of the tournament, has the assistant coach step up and take the L for him. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily think he's the strongest, you know, uh, character guy maybe in that sense. So I think that either A, he's going to be forced out by the NCAA or B, the allegations are going to be so tough that he's going to say, you know what, screw this. I'm an old guy. I've done what I needed to do. The coaches, the the court's named after me. I'm a legend. I'm, I'm backing out. So, uh, coach K will not coach again at Duke. That's my, that's my take. That's pretty hot one. Uh, I'll let you guys go for it. Tucker, you're you're a UNC fan, so uh, I'll let you rip into this one. Yeah, I'm going to start off with his entire reputation is harnessed, and he shouldn't even be in the College Basketball Hall of Fame due to this. Um, <laughs> paying off players in college, despicable action by him. Um, it was clear he was doing it. You're kidding me. The guy that gets the number one draft class in every other draft with Coach Calipari, who's also a known cheater. Um, yeah. Don't put them in the Hall of you Fame. They should be in the list on the same list as Barry Bonds. They should be blacklisted <laughs> entirely, never put in the Hall of Fame. So same and thing they with should Rick be, They on, should be looked down upon. Yeah, all three of them. Looked down the upon, ballot, but never spit at on the street. Him. Just absolute shamed everywhere they go. They can just hope that maybe one day they'll have the class of a guy like Roy Williams. Uh, Dylan? So if you're a head coach... He may, he, I mean, he probably was in on all this stuff, but you always have to take the heat as the head coach regardless. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's a bad look for the program and him, for sure. Uh, whether or not he's going to coach again, I mean, to take it this, oh, put it this way, that he will quit and, or resign before the NCAA says he can't coach anymore. Absolutely. So if he gets wind that the NCAA, I mean, I think anybody would do this. You get wind that you're going to be kicked out. You might as well go out on your own terms and make it look not as bad. So I'd also like to have on the I, I, don't, I don't know if it'll get that bad. I mean, do you think? Do you not think that every other school does this type no, of stuff? No, 100%. And I, I was just going to say, Many, I also want to be sports, on the, I Let's be not on the... speculate at all. <laughs> Coach K is a cheater. That's all we know at this I mean, given you, time. I mean, you cannot throw un- other teams under the bus due to this. <laughs> it's innocent until proven guilty. Duke and 
Coach K. So he's innocent. Their entire legacy should be tarnished if the but allegations are stripped true. of their stripped if, of their stripped of all of their titles. <laughs> I want all of their titles stripped. I don't want to see an ACC championship next to their name. I don't want to see a national title next to their name. It's just I don't want them even thought of in the category of great teams anymore because they're cheaters. I just want to be on record and say that I'm actually not a Ducator at all. Me neither. Duke is probably my second favorite college basketball team. And I'll get, I have a good reason for it because I first time I ever like experienced yeah no that was 100 first time every time I ever experienced college basketball was uh, a college basketball video game and I played as Duke. Um, it was at the Carpenter's house when I was a kid and uh, shout out them. And I also had a college baseball game and I made a player and he went to Duke and I and I won a natty for college baseball with Duke hidden with the aluminum bats. But uh, so I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not, not a Duke hater at any means, but I just think this is probably the end of his rope. Uh, Cam, you want to weigh in on this one while he finds his way back to the mic? Yeah, this is what's going to happen. Uh, so Coach K is going to be fine. He's going to go back to Duke. Duke's going to win the national championship. That's all. <laughs> this year. That would be a Any rhyme or reason behind that? Um... I just think he's he's a guy with with some grit, and he he knows that these allegations aren't his fault. I don't think this falling on him, and should he come out of this alive, which I think he will, he's just gonna he's gonna have have uh, some anger built up inside of him, and he's gonna get after it. He's gonna pay. His what next- do you mean he has grit? He he has quit on teams that he didn't think were good enough to win the tournament. I mean that's like a fact. You'll see after this year if he gets out of it alive, he's paying everyone double last year and he's getting the number one, two and three <laughs> players in the country. Alright, well that's my take. I think it's a hot one that he's he's out at Duke, but uh I love it. Uh probably the hottest take we've had so far at Tucker, at Cam. Whoa. But uh I felt like mine was pretty hot. It's 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 warm. It's lukewarm, I'll say that. Jason Tatum being a top three all-time Celtic. We'll let the fans decide. Take. We'll, we'll let the fans decide. Uh, Dylan, do you have a way to take? Uh, I just thought of one. Let's uh, go. Let, let her rip. So, when you fire off the cuff, that's when you're at your best, baby. So uh, I, I was uh, spot on. I think I had the best ways to take uh, ever, and that was uh, the... The hair take? The hair take is a great take, but oh, no. the... Uh, the coronavirus canceling the Olympics was, was, a, solid was a great take because uh, it actually came true, unlike any of our takes. Um, I got one for you right now. Because of all the virus crap and everybody hiding in their houses, colleges are going to take a huge hit, uh, so much so that big budget D1 sports programs are going to lose sports. Like, there's gonna, uh, specific sports. I don't know which ones yet. I'm thinking, like, the ones that are the most expensive ones that to, like, run but, like, get the least amount of revenue, which, unfortunately, would be, like, I don't know, baseball or lacrosse. There's going to be some D1 schools that don't make a lot of money elsewhere but have these programs that are playing in conferences that it takes a lot of money to play in these conferences. And those programs are just going to be kaput next year. They're not going to have a program. So let me let me, let me me follow up with a question. What about the two big ones, football and basketball? You think they're going to be okay? Be, they're going to be fine. But it's going to be those, like, fringe, 
ones that are like try to be big but don't make a lot of money but cost a lot of money to put on. All right, I've been responding first every time. So Tucker, why don't, why don't you take this one first? Yeah, I don't buy this. Um, the whole take that colleges aren't going to make enough money to keep their sports, not buying it. I mean, I mean, there's talk that it's going to cost the college sports industry like five billion dollars. I, but I'm not buying that universities as a whole are going to take that big of a hit. Five billion dollars specific amongst. Unit. I mean, the schools that are going to get like, hit the most by this are like the Alabamas and those kind of schools that make a ton of revenue off of their college sports. And even with this, they make so much money off of college sports that I don't see them losing any programs. I just I don't know. Colleges make a disgusting amount of money most colleges at least i know northeastern like you you could take away a year of revenue and northeastern could pay everything they just buy a billion dollar baseball program they do have a baseball program well i don't they have a football good. program we don't have a football program because of title nine ah i thought you didn't have a football team or a baseball team we have a baseball team the baseball thing that I think is pretty good. Oh, no, they are good. Okay, they put the yeah, stats, yeah, but um, that's only because of Title IX, which is like equal spending for men and women, which was a problem. Um, but Problematic. Problematic Tucker. Problematic Tucker, yeah. Uh, it's going to affect – I mean, the, there is going to be a lack of money to the schools, no doubt, because of this. I don't buy it. And schools there's... have so much money. My, like, you my can't tell me a new building every you single You want to look at my year. tuition bills, Dylan? Yeah. <laughs> the $60,000 a year that kids at my school pay weren't enough to fund the one-bedroom apartment they split between four people and the crappy dining hall food. I just don't buy it. So I'll, I'll jump in here. I, I, I tend to agree with Tucker. I really don't think that it's going to cancel out programs. But I will say, Dylan, that I think talent's going to take a hit in all the sports. I think that recruiting right now is different. Uh, I think that the college search process is uh, is is different right now. So there could be guys that slip through the, guys and girls that slip through the cracks. There could be you know you could miss out on the on the big recruit because you weren't able to recruit as effectively as you want. So I think that that talent talent may take a hit, and also maybe fear of going to these big universities for those for some some select few. But um, in general, I. I just think these schools make so much money, and I know that the revenue is going to take a hit, but I just think they're going to take it in stride. Um, and, you know, the, the government's not going to let our schools struggle with money. If, if they need to, you know, formulate some sort of bailout, I imagine that would happen. I don't foresee it, but uh, I think talent will take a hit. I don't think programs will be shutting down. Maybe by fringe D1 schools, but I don't think the that's, major programs. That's what I said. You I said major, major D1 programs. That's what no, I didn't. I said not major. I said ones that were okay, not. Okay, well, then I misunderstood the text. I said, one, I said, not, I said not big ones. I said the ones that are on the, well, on the edge. That we'll are have like, to listen to that the are like maybe That are in like conferences that cost a crap ton of money, but they're not the ones that are like good in the conference or are like barely being yeah, able so you're to say in schools like BC, which are like in the ACC. Well, but it's, not. it's got, you, you're putting words in my mouth that I'm not saying. I'm we'll saying have to listen to take. Be... I might've misunderstood the take then. Oh my God. I don't <laughs> want to explain it anymore. Cameron. You're muted. You're... Yeah. I, I, I'm not muted. I, I don't really know how I feel about this one. I think, the fringe teams, like you said, they a lot of them cost more money. I know they do. So fringe, 
What? I know they do. Right. So if they cost more money, then there's they have high income and they can afford this kind of stuff. However, a lot of the fringe teams also are as focused on sports. Maybe they want to build a new art building, which isn't getting enough funding. So I don't really know how to feel about this. Um, I'm kind of indifferent. I, I hope to God it doesn't happen. I, I hate the whole we should only have a power five argument. I love the upset mania. I love the Appalachian State beating Michigan. Um, so I hope it doesn't happen. I don't think it will. So I guess I'm, I'm against this take as an optimist. I mean, it's a hot take, Dill. We got, we got three hot takes here. Um, so let's jump into some segments. We'll start off with the MLB, which we said we, we, we all basically agreed that there was not going to be no baseball. Well, it turns out maybe the owners are budging a little bit. Uh, they're willing to play a shortened season and uh, prorate the salaries uh, to match that, that season of play so that the players wouldn't be taking as large of a pay cut. I'm glad to see that there's conversations going on. I thought, I thought this was dead in the water. I thought that the owners had just killed it and that the players had killed it by refusing to, to play for less money. Um, really, I put the blame on both sides, but I'm glad to see there's some dialogue going on. And we might have baseball, Bill. We might have baseball. What do you think about that? I am excited, but I'm still wary. <laughs> What's the status Don't of be it? wary because Tucker will accuse you of, not, of hating sports. <laughs> What's the status of it? Like, did it go to the? It was it like officially written down? And I I haven't seen it. I won't on I won't so. believe anything until the owners and the players sign something that says this is what's happening. <laughs> yeah, I I, I think it's, it's. I don't think it's by any not means on, the ball's rolling like super fast here. They're not on each other's side enough to just uh, believe speculation. Like it has to be completely ironclad, written down. This is what's happening before I'm going to believe it. I, tend, I hope so. I tend to agree with you, even though Tucker may yell at me, that I, I really don't see it happening. But I'm glad. I think that there's it's closer than ever to happening because there is dialogue going Every on. single day that they don't play makes it harder and harder for them to start. And they're not making enough. And at one point, you just leeway. be like, okay, we're going to have a we're going to have a. 50 game season. What's the point of that? Yeah, there is. No I'd love point. it. I'd watch it. I just I'd 100 watch it. But in terms of legacy and in terms of like who wins the World Series, like it's a 50 game season. Trey McMinch, what's the point of sports? Oh my god! All right, Tucker, jump in, man. Jump in. I mean, I don't believe there's going to be a season in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, baseball has let me down from the start and through and through. It seems that the players don't really feel like doing it. The owners think that they're not going to make enough money, so they don't want to do it. I mean, yeah, both sides seem like they just don't want to play. So I don't see baseball having a season this year, sadly. I mean, we already talked about this last week. So yeah, I just, to wanted, to, I just wanted to get everybody's update yeah. because this is a serious development in the story where we said for, it was for sure dead, and now it's maybe got a little bit of a heartbeat. Cam, any, any any thoughts on the matter? Yeah, uh, there's definitely going to be a season. Um, it's going to be shortened. That's not a big deal. Uh, I think the season should have been shortened anyway. Um, that's a lot of games to play in one year. No. <laughs> uh, 50 games, what? I, I, I was trying to understand what you meant by that, but... Uh, uh, Continue. This is baseball, right? Yeah. 
Continue. You're on it. You're yeah. on it. You got it. No, I know. Um, yeah, I, I mean, 162 games is way too much already. I'm curious to see whether this 50-game season, how it ends up. And the, I think we're going to see some teams in there that we didn't even think had a shot. Shout out Reds. Reds are my sleeper team of the year. They're going to they're gonna do well. Uh, <laughs> I think the 50-game season is good all around. Play 50 games, see who makes it. The playoffs can stay the same. And I don't know. I mean, I'm excited. I think maybe this could lead to a rule change. Be like, wow, the 50 game season went well. Not as many injuries, blah, 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 blah. Um, I think they could end up shortening the season as a whole because of it. Um, so I, I want to touch on the 162 games thing because, well, yes, I think they're, uh, that 162 games is fine as it is. I think watching a 50-game season would be quite telling. I think, I mean, just think about the, one of my favorite things about the NFL is you've got 16 games to prove how good you are. You got six, you got 60 minutes for 16 weeks to show that you're a playoff team. Um, with baseball, all these games are going to be so much more important. Yeah. I I think it might actually lead to more injuries because you're going to want your best pitchers out there all the time. It's going to be like a playoff atmosphere in pitching. Where you basically use your entire bullpen. If, if I mean, if you're playing in the 25th game and you're you're not doing too hot, you're gonna throw everything you have at it. I don't think people are gonna have as much ferocity during this shortened season as they would in a regular season. Uh, yeah, that's at the, the end of the day, it doesn't mean as much. That's the counterpoint, but opinion. at the same time, if if you you know have this shot, and you're a team like the Reds, who's a sleeper team, and you say, hey, yeah, that's true. Now we got 50 games to just go out and ball and see what we can do. Um, I, I, I actually, I'd be interested to see it. I don't it know if be, it would work. It, 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 it would either be like a spring training event, basically, where you, because of, because of how short it is and teams will like not take it as seriously, or there might be teams that take it really seriously. Either way, as a fan, it's a lot easier for baseball to commit to a 50 game season <laughs> to like watch all 50 of those games. Uh, as opposed to watching 162 games and getting lost. So, I mean, maybe if it's 50 games, I would watch, like, a higher percentage of the all the games. So, I don't know. Tucker, short season, what would you think of that? I mean, I'm, I'm for any version of sports um, that will show up. If you just told me that we're just going to run a March Madness bracket for baseball, I'd say fine, as long as we get something. All right, um, let's move on from one league that's probably the close, the farthest away from playing to one of the ones that's closest. The NBA seems to have more of a solid place, a uh, plan in place, announcing that uh, they would, the, they would just have the finals be in October. So it sounds like they're going to play. It's like a 22, 22 team playoff. playoff with the final, with the finals, latest finals game seven being mid October. So obviously shortened year next year. I just love hearing this out of the NBA. I mean, um, you. I mean, you're competing. If you have that game, you're competing with football. That playoff, you're competing with football, which is probably going to hurt your ratings. Because um, I don't know if I can watch, uh, you know, miss a Patriots game for a, a game four of a, a, a series with the Celtics. But um, the closer they move, the happier I am. So it'd be kind of cool to, to see it. Um, Tucker, your thoughts on, on a possible October uh, final? Yeah, I mean, I just want to say I'm right. 
for my take from two weeks ago where I said the NBA cares the most about their sports. It's clear that they do. Well, you won take of the week for that. So. Yeah, and the people understood, and I was 100% correct. And now I would, I'm fine with anything. If they want to move it till October, fine. If they want to start the playoffs next week, fine. But the one thing that I do need is the NBA reality TV show where they're all living together. <laughs> that, 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 that is the that best idea to come out of this podcast. That might be better than the playoffs. 100%. I would debate that that would be better than the I would watch that See the, the NBA, more than the playoffs. The NBA, because I feel like there's most drama goes in. They have the biggest person. They have some of the biggest yeah, personalities that's, that's exactly in the NBA. Why. And I feel like they would just make a great reality TV show. The NBA is a group of like personas. It's not like teams. So the NBA has so much more freedom in how they can run. They can come up with any sort of scenario to do this shortened season. And it would be entertaining because at the end of the day, people only really care about like how the players are doing and the interactions between players. I mean, they do care about their teams too, but not, I feel like it's more focused on the player and they can ride that till the end of this shortened season in some some way and then start up a regular season next year and be completely fine with that. And I don't think you can do that with baseball. Um, That's one of the big reasons why the two are so different. Let me just add this before we get to Cam. What do you guys think about the 22-team, like they're cutting off teams now. They're just saying, you know what, you weren't good, you're not in. Even the, like maybe the, fr- the French teams now look like they're probably going to get in. But yeah, I I agree with it if the French teams get in. I mean, I think like teams like the Pelicans deserve a shot and stuff like that. But if you're the number 12 team in your conference when there was 20 games left in the season, I can say with almost complete certainty you weren't going to make the playoffs. Yeah. I, no I don't think there was a realistic shot of it. And the only reason why you do it is because of people like Damian Lillard who said that if their team doesn't have a realistic shot, they might not want to play. I think he will be in under this contract, but then there's teams like the Suns that say, what are we even coming back for if we have no chance of making the playoffs? I mean, what about the fringe team that trains and plays whatever they do, like three-game set or something, and they get paid? Do they get paid per game, or do they get paid their I, like, is it is the NBA a guaranteed contract, or, like, how does that work? Yeah, I think so. I think it's fully guaranteed. So do they money. still have – are they still getting paid right now? I don't know. I so, don't know. But, but, like, good. imagine being a team – even uh, imagine being the players that aren't going to make – that aren't even going to play, and they just get their full contract, just – okay. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, if I was a player, I'd be like, sure, uh, like, let's get paid if I'm the 30th team in the league. Cam, you've been you've been sitting this one out for a while. Let's jump in here. Well, I said something similar a week ago that the expansion of the playoff to include fringe teams needs to happen. Um, I think they're just going to run it straight up like a three game series to start. Where I thought it should be the the better seed gets gets to win one before the lower seed gets to win two. Nevertheless, I think fringe teams should be included. Um, there's going to be an asterisk on the season, no doubt. There has to be. It's it's just the way it has to go with 22 teams instead of 16. But like baseball, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think there's going to be some big upsets. I think, you know, Lakers-Bucks isn't as likely anymore with all these new teams that can just 
knock off somebody in the first or second round just because that they everybody's been sitting outs for so long. You don't know what's going to happen. So I think it's definitely going to be an asterisk year, but uh, it's definitely going to be an entertaining. And are they still talking about doing it in Orlando? Or I think so. I think the plan yeah. is to do it at Disney. Now, where dreams come yeah. true, baby. So I'm excited to. I'm like I'm gonna go to some of the games. I think I'm only a three-hour drive away. Right I'll fly down. I don't care. My one problem with the asterisk point is that I mean, there's been seasons that have been cut short, like, like LeBron's that championship. Well, I was talking about the lockout year, which was the Spurs championship. Oh, the Spurs won a championship in a lockout year, and I've never heard anyone talk about the Spurs one of their championships not counting or. Talking about the Spurs only have four and a half or four championships because that lockout year doesn't count. I mean, like, I think when it goes down in history, this year will be seen as any other uh, year. No way. I, I just don't buy, like, way. when someone, if LeBron wins this championship, someone being like, that year doesn't count. I was just going to say, I hope he does win it so I can say, hey, throw an asterisk on that one. But you, why? You why would you throw to. an asterisk on you it? Have why? To. Because they were the best team in the league that year? I think I think if it just was just a normal lockout, there wouldn't be because it, this that's is, a league this problem. Is this is so a global different. thing. This is so yeah, different. But why it's going to be looked back on. Like they're not. I, it might not be discounted, but it will be looked on differently. It will be looked on differently, but I don't think it should. I don't think it will Again, be discounted at like all. Like I why? said before, it needs to be something new and call it something new. And you no, win the disagree. you win the Kobe disagree. Bryant don't hate that. Memorial I hate Trophy. It. I hate it so much because everyone will be. No one cares about the. Oh, well, you call it the Kobe Bryant one. <laughs> but you know, no, I feel but that. But, you're in a but, box. but no one cares about the Kobe Bryant Memorial Trophy. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's, I, it's a Larry O'Brien or nothing. No one's – like, if I'm an NBA player, I'm not coming back for some random trophy that doesn't mean anything. Okay, I still okay, okay, think okay, that okay, would wait, be a cool wait, thing to win. Wait, 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 wait. How many games did they play? How many games were left in they the season? They played like there was like there was like there ten, like, fifteen, okay, games. Okay. 15 <laughs> games. Like oh, the almost entire season was played out, and they're gonna play an entire playoffs. Okay. At, I don't know how you're just like yeah, at, it shouldn't. Count. At, at that point, you can count it as the normal trophy. There we go. But there's still gonna be a weird sort of like, hey, you won, but it was weird. Cam, you were well, shaking your the head. The same thing with the lockout year because there's only 40 games that season. But Cam, no one ever said that that okay. season doesn't. Cam, matter. you were shaking your head. I'll let you jump in here. I was shaking my head at the. It should be a different trophy type thing. I Thank think that's you. so. Okay, well, okay. I'll re- I'll mm-hmm. retract that statement. But if but if <laughs> the MLB starts when they start because this is the beginning of the season, it would make sense to do maybe some different rules and call it something different. Because it's completely different. That's it's 50 better, games. It's better, but it's, it's different for baseball because you, you have to prepare a lot more for who you're facing. And you have to, you know, every single game you're probably going to be facing a different pitcher. You're not going to know what you're facing. Whereas opposed to the game, the season was three times as long. You, you're a little more informed, a little more prepared. So maybe for baseball, definitely not basketball. It's the end of the season already. Yeah, okay. you know, yeah I'm I'm gonna, I, I forgot that it was like fall with almost the end of the season. Um, I I love. I just want to say, Tucker, I love how whenever you're back to a corner, you double down and you just you just make it. You just dig the hole six feet deeper for yourself. Absolutely. I love, I love you. But uh, <laughs> all right, so let's move on. We haven't really talked about this Duke thing. So Duke 
at least not not really Duke, but Nike is accused of paying players to attend Duke University and other big name universities because they want you know the spotlight on them. And Gilbert Arenas came out and said that Duke has paid players up to two hundred thousand dollars to come to the university. Um, and the big development on the story is Zion Williamson, who was like basically the main person they were talking about when this Nike deal uh, asked not to, you know not to be able to like he suggested he I don't know he went legally and said that he shouldn't have to testify. That was denied. He's gonna have to speak on the issue in court. Duke's in trouble. I mean, I don't think anybody is surprised that these high-level programs are paying players. It happens in football. It happens in basketball. Rick Pitino already got start, already got caught doing it, um, and he was also buying strippers for his play, for his recruits. So good on him. But um, just, I just want to get your guys' opinions on what you think this means for the future of college basketball and for Duke. I already said my piece, really, that I think this is going to be the end of, of Coach K. I think this is going to have major repercussions for Duke. I think Nike's going to have major repercussions. Wouldn't it be wild if Zion like got sent to jail for this or something, and like his career was cut short because he went to jail? But, Technically, at the time, he would have been a minor. So yeah, I mean, I don't think that's that, that's a possibility at all. I don't know legally what the what the repercussions would be, but just want to Tucker again going to you, Duke, your favorite team. What do you think about this and basketball and all that? Yeah, I mean, speaking of asterisks, I mean every Duke. <laughs> We already touched on that. Of talk the about last talk about Nike. years should have an asterisk next to it. I'm not going to talk about Nike because this is a Duke problem. Oh no! We're not well, Duke talk might not have known about it. Yeah, I mean, that's the, Duke did. They know definitely about knew about it, it but, they, but legally they might not have known. Not buying it. Not buying it. Coach K was handing the bags out. Okay, let's get this straight. <laughs> Coach K. Dirty coach. The Monopoly man. Only reason he won was from paying players and having the most talented rosters. Congratulations. He won with a dream team when their team was ten times better than any other team in any of the games. And then he paid players at Duke so that they'd be better than everyone else. You're acting like they won every single year. Yeah, they didn't because he wasn't that great of a coach. Uh, (laughs) Double down Tucker. (laughs) Double down Tucker. Dylan, uh, thoughts on Nike? You wanted to talk about Nike? Well... This is the thing. So it all depends on, like, when he was given the money and if anything was signed and if anything was passed on There's to no him. way that anything was signed. There's no paper trail. Right. So it's hard. It's, I mean, in court, I'm sure it's – I'm sure it, like, happened like, hey, we're Nike. We like you. We'll give you money after you finish the school if you go to this school in some sort of, like, uh, agreement verbally. And – is that even can you even can you even make a case that that's illegal? I think in terms of breaking college rules, it is illegal. I think that's I mean I don't know about legally, but I think in terms of okay okay breaking the NCAA rules, it is probably illegal if you can prove that there was discussion before about all of this. It but sounds like legally they have a I don't case. legally I don't think you can like disband a college. I don't know, legally, but the NCAA may say something like Duke forfeits. Well, they won't something. be disbanded. They'll they'll probably lose at least. I mean, did they win the ACC the year with Zion? They'll probably lose that. They didn't win the Natty, so they wouldn't lose that. But this, that would come down to an NCAA decision, not like the yeah, court's no. decision. They, I mean, they get essentially the death penalty, I think, which is what you've seen teams like Penn State get, and then you, yeah, you something saw like, yeah, something like that. If, if that's all true, and you. 
but again, you need you need some sort of like verifiable evidence that he took money on behalf of Duke with help from Nike, and I don't know if they can find that. Uh, I think there's absolutely no way that Duke didn't know this was going on. But uh, Cam, your right, thoughts? But can you prove it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Cam, your thoughts? Tonight, preferably. Oh, he's, he's moving the screen. Uh, the only thing Coach Key, Coach K is guilty of is maybe hiring a couple of questionable staff members to recruit. I think he's so focused on building his team and just whatever his recruiters give to him, he just does does what he has to with them. And I think he's probably so focused on, you know, making plays and strategizing for the season. He's, he's has no idea what's going on outside of that. And maybe I highly doubt this that. Might be a lesson. Nope. Nope. Not buying it. I don't think yeah. he's the ringleader. He's the head coach. He has to know what's going on. I don't on. think he's like the ringleader of the conspiracy. There's probably somebody in, in the administration. I, well, he might be. He might just hire a fall guy. Pack gave him a bag. They said, hey, K, Coach K. Give this to your players so that they come to Duke. And he said, bet. And he went to Zion's house and he was like, you want you want a new car? Your mom want a new car? You want all your expenses I, paid? That's Got not, you. That's not what the accusation is. Cam, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. If you're not lagged out. He might be lagged out. Um, I just think that Tucker – I tend to agree with Tucker that no matter what – I mean, unless this is proven – to be super false that this is going to leave a blemish on Coach K's legacy. I mean, there's no way it doesn't. If, if there is any proof of money passing hands, um, then he is in trouble. Cam, can you can you hear us? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you if you want to finish any thoughts you had. No, no worries. Just, I mean, it's, gonna, it's all going to come out in the wash. I mean, <laughs> Coach K... He's going to learn from this, and he's going to be a lot more careful about, you know, who's underneath him doing all this, all this radical stuff. And he's going to use that that anger at his employees to win another one. And I'm I'm a FSU fan and a UNC fan, and you know, I, I actually I don't mind Duke. I, I like Duke. I got a lot of respect for Coach K. He's been in the business for a while. He's been one of the greatest of all time. And I think that he's he's going to prove that to everyone now. I mean, Bill Belichick after the play gate got mad, ended up winning a couple more championships. So I think Coach K might do the same this year. I guess we're just going to have to see. A, I hate you bringing Belichick into this because it makes me look like a hypocrite. B, if if he was the ringleader, there's no way he doesn't have a fall guy on payroll for this. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that, that's also true. He has the 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 guy the fall the fall guy. That's what he's listed as his job title. Probably the assistant strength and conditioning coach, but um, all right. So let's let's move off sports. I just want to talk real quick. We didn't bring up a forbidden topic. The forbidden topic should have been these birds. I want to talk about these birds. They're, it's hot in here. We got the window open. There is a a family of birds outside. I don't know if you could hear it on the audio, but they've been chirping this entire time. Everybody, be know? quiet for a second. I don't know if you can hear. Uh, them, maybe, but maybe not. But we hear them. We hear them. I don't, Cam. I don't know if you hear them. They've been chirping this entire time. Tucker, what's going on with these birds? Can you get them out of here? I wish I could. I think we're going to make moves to get them out of here. I don't – maybe not, though, because I'm pretty sure there's a couple of babies. But um, Relocate the nest. 
Maybe we'll relocate the nest. I don't know what to do at this given moment, but I can tell you that it's been bothering me all day, and I'm almost numb to it at this point, so it's getting better. We need the we need an animal rights person to speak up and talk to us about how to get, how get to get these, in here. these stupid birds out of here. I'm I'm ready to ring this bird's neck. He's getting louder as I'm talking about him. He's getting louder. Um, but uh, so that should have been our maybe that'll be our forbidden topic next week. But let's just jump right into movie review. Cam, you saw Black to the Future immediately after the episode. I you texted us, heard some good things. What'd you think? I love the movie. I thought it was very good. <laughs> Um, I watched one, and then I watched two after it. Two was not as good as most trilogies go, however, not terrible. Uh, I like number one a lot. After I've heard the jungle landing rant uh, that Tucker was talking about, and I know, Trey, you're going to touch on it, so I won't too much. It's false. Um, yeah. The movie makes sense. Um, it's, it's well done for its time, I think. <clears throat> Marty McFly's cool. Cool. I don't, I don't know why... I heard that he's he's a nerd. He's not he's not cool. I think he's a cool guy, and especially after watching the second one, where or even the first one, his dad not cool at all, and his son ends up not being cool at all. Um, he he's the man, and I think that um, Doc is he's a little crazy. He's a little out there, but it's a good it's a good like. Um, contrast between the two characters and I think that the whole backstory about how there isn't really a backstory you don't know how they met really um, I like that too I think there's a lot of um, interesting things in there I love how they think that in 2015 we were going to have all these flying mobiles and we have nothing of the sort really um, plot wise it was good it was entertaining I was in on it the whole time especially late at night I'll, uh, I'll lock this in at, uh, at an 8-4. Wow, great score. Um, so I'll jump in. First of all, as far as the second one goes, there's a lot of predictions they got right. I mean, they missed the Cubs winning the World Series by one year. But they were in the, the World Series that year. Yeah. So it was. I was praying that that would happen. They, they missed it by, by one year. They, um, they got, what else did they get? I can't think of anything else right now, but they got... There was they like got, Jaws 85. Yeah, that out. didn't exactly come true, but there were three more Jaws sequels. Um, they, they got they got some stuff right. I, I, I didn't hate it. They got some stuff with the house. They had video chat, right? Um, they had stuff like that. So, um, I mean, but in terms of the first one goes, Tucker, I said last week I'm going to rip into you. I'm going to rip into you right now. Um, first of all, they don't just choose to go back to that date. He puts in the date that he, dis- he discovered... You know, thought of time travel uh, as an example, and then he ends up having to run from the Libyans, as he yells, and they run away, and he, he ends up going back. I don't know how they he, find, found me, but they found me. He doesn't try to hook up with his mom. He actively avoids trying yeah, to hook up with his mom. Yeah, but his mom tries to hook up with him. Yes, she does, because he's a handsome man. Why, why, why even add the plot point where, like, your mom tries to hook up with you? Because it's a, a funny situation. It's weird. It's funny to it's laugh It's weird. Ha, ha, ha. Remember that time that you almost hooked up with your mom? Cam is Cam is pro. If anybody didn't hear that, pro uh, Marty and his mom. Um, I was. Again, I love this movie. Um, I think the special effects are done pretty well for 1985. Um, I love Doc. I love that actor. I love uh, Michael J. Fox. Um, Biff, all-time character, all-time bully. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and follow Cam's suit. I'm thinking eight five for this one. Uh, all-time classic. Second one, I think is just as good. 
Uh, I do not think it's better. I think it's just as good. Third one, not not quite, but it's still 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 an entertaining movie. I highly recommend you watch it if you haven't, Cam. Um, but I'm gonna go eight five. Uh, Tucker, I'll let you respond and and give your score for this. Yeah, movie. number one, Biff being a good bully. Yeah, that was super funny when he tried to rape the mom. Ha ha ha. Yeah, that was. Hilarious. I didn't say he was a good person. I, mean, I said he was like, an all-time bully. Why in like a comedy would you just be like, hey, you no, know, be really funny if you just add a rape scene in here? Wouldn't that be cool? Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Weird, touch it. I'm not gonna weird. touch it. That is a. Uh, I mean, come on. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's a co- It's like a comedy. That's like a family comedy. And they're like, yeah, why don't we just throw a rape scene in the middle? Oh, so you rather I mean, just, just PC movies where they tow around the lines? All right. I I just think that's a weird line to just be like, yeah, let's just go for a rape in the middle of this. It's a weird movie. Like I think you have to accept that. Like some of the plot points, kind of weird. I don't like in terms that. of like. Oh, like, when you're thinking of where would you want to go in, like, a time travel movie, it's like, how about to when your parents were kids? He has Again, to he keep his do parents purpose. to get from, from not breaking up so that he can exist. That's a pretty damn good plot. Uh, if he doesn't know. succeed, he doesn't exist. Do you not see Tucker, his hand he, fading t- out? Tucker didn't watch it. I did watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to believe that you did not watch, you didn't it. watch it. I asked Tucker when I got in here, he said, did you watch the movie? He said, uh, what was the movie? And then I said, oh, yeah, Back to the Future, I watched that. There's no way you watched Cam, it. Cam, hand up. I have watched Back to the Future, confirmed. Not this past um, week. Tucker, I'm curious to, to see which shovel you choose to dig yourself a hole with after Absolutely. I uh, remind you that you brought up the movie uh, – the Andy Samberg and Kit Harrington movie that was beyond weird plot points, beyond <laughs> existence, and that you loved. So, go but ahead. What do you? What? That movie was supposed to be weird. It was supposed to be out there, like yeah. And this time movie isn't supposed, supposed to be, to be like super weird, like this movie. You're telling me that that rape scene fit in that movie? It's not a rape scene. It wasn't a rape scene. No, it was just a scene where the mom. It was an attempted at sexual assault, is what yeah. it was. Yeah, that's that's a weird thing to put in the middle of a family comedy. It was if you can't accept five. If you can't accept having a like, I'm sorry, but a family comedy usually doesn't have. Attempted rape. I want to go after you for one more thing. I want to go after you for one more thing. Absolutely. You said it's PG. You said if you had with a rape scene today, it might be PG thirteen. It would hundred percent would be PG thirteen. Everybody's a bunch of babies Um, now. So one last thing I want to not to mention that the guy beat him up and it didn't happen. Before you give your point, you said that if you had a time travel movie, you go back and do something like kill Hitler. Um, based on the rules of this movie, if you change the past. You affect the future. Like, look at him. Him falling out of the tree and getting hit by his grandfather's car results in his parents not being able to get back together unless he does something about it. So if he goes back and, and you know, gives his dad this, a sports almanac and tells him, bet on this, bet on this, it changes the future, as you see in episode two. So what, what – I mean, what do you – why – you can't just change the past. It's yeah, the that's my bad, Trey. I would like to change the past and the fact that I would prefer the Holocaust not happen. That's oh my, my bad. God. I guess I guess being anti-Holocaust is a hot take nowadays. Sorry about that. It's – okay. You're spin zoning me and I, I refuse uh, – who knows <laughs> what would have happened if Hitler was, was killed. <laughs> things could be 100 times better. Things could be 100 times worse as well. So but give me your score. It's not a bad movie. I'll give it a 7-2. That's a high score for what you all the missed you were talking on it, so I'll take that. Uh, Dylan, your thoughts on the uh, I think we touched on almost everything. You got uh, a score for it? I least? got a score of a... I mean, I've seen it a lot of times. I like it every time I've watched it. 
I'll give it an 8-8. It's a good An 8-8? That's the highest score of the bunch. All right. I love it. Tucker, your week, your movie, what are you going to pick for us that we can rip apart next week? Yeah, no. So I actually looked up worst movies of all time. Um, And this is due to the fact of the wealth discrimination. Still got to get over it. Um, The people have spoken out against your discriminatory policies here at Waste It Takes. But, um, yeah, I've decided to put down a little punishment on my own. It's actually a movie that I very much enjoyed when I watched it. Another Andy Sandberg movie. Oh, no, why? But this time, Andy Sandberg and Adam Sandler. I know. God, this movie stinks. It's That's My Boy. All right. I, I think it... I honestly got a good amount of laughs out of this movie. I actually don't hate it. I don't hate it. it Never was, seen it's it. It's a pretty funny movie. Is it movie. on Netflix? No, probably not. All right, then why? How is this wealth discrimination? If I if I can't get on? Yeah, Netflix? well, guess what? You discriminate against me. No, I didn't. I was on your side. I'm on. Dill, did you watch Side of the Future this week? No, I've seen it a hundred times. Aha, he has to watch it. I do <laughs> have to watch it. I actually, I watched it recently with my girlfriend, so I'm going. Doesn't count. count. Nope. I'm um, gonna count. Mm mm. All right. Uh, oh, Cam, any thoughts? That's my boy on Netflix. Any thoughts on the movie pick, Cam? Yeah. Um. No, I was just going along with Dylan. I'll, I'll give that a count if you watched it recently. Uh, my movie, my rules, I'll, I'll go ahead and count Dylan's. Uh, I watched it recently. Um, he's out there still working hard against the corona, so we'll give him a little pass. Um, as for the movie choice, I think I've seen it, maybe not, but definitely going to watch it. I'm interested regardless. Love Adam Sandler, love Mandy Sandberg. Uh, I'll find time in this uh, week to, to do that. Tying it back to sports, Rex Ryan's in the movie. Is he? He is. Rex Ryan's in that movie. And also, I just want to bring up a point. I watched Uncut Gems. Good movie. Good movie. Is that the... The ending was great. The one was... Yeah. 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 He was his first, like, ever serious role. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, um, I want to watch that, too. I'll be honest with you. The first half, I wasn't loving it. I was thinking, wow, this is... I don't know what the point was, but the second half of that movie was electric. Mm -hmm. So I I like that movie a lot. Is that on Netflix? Yes. All right. Um, that that's is... my movie for the week. No, just watch That's My Boy. You'd enjoy it out of anyone here. I'll watch them both, and then I'll talk about both of them. That is episode 24, the Kobe Bryant episode. We'll, oh, we'll shout out him. Um, hit us up on our socials. We'll figure out the waste take of the week for last week. You guys got to stop tying poles. God damn it. Just stop tying poles. Somebody get your friend just, to vote and just decide. vote for I me. Tie goes to the just loser. Vote for me. Whoever has the least amount of waste to take. Point. That's not how democracy works, Dylan. No, nope. that's how it it's works. Not how we do things. Being a loser States. in the past doesn't make you not a loser in the future. All right, so, so that, that that's it for episode twenty-four. We'll see you all next week.